Hello everyone, we're here back again with episode 3, Radio Reinvents Itself. Before I get started, I'm going to be listing the key terms for today's episode. Transistors, FM, <clears throat> AM, format, radio, rotation, top 40, format, progressive rock, album-oriented, rock, and also known as AOR, album-oriented rock. Today, I will be reviewing the fascinating ways in which radio reinvented itself in 1950, in the 1950s. Now, let's get started. In the 1950s, television stole virtually every national programming and advertising strategy from radio. Nevertheless, radio adapted and continued to reach an audience, according to the writer Mark L. Morrow. Key to radio's adaption to the television was the invention of the transistor, he says. By the 1950s, most radio listening took place outside the home. The development of transistors let radio go where television could not, O'Neill says. The story of radio, of the radio's evolution and survival is especially important today. Edwin Armstrong is often considered the most prolific and influential inventor in radio history. Armstrong discovered and developed FM radio in the 1920s and early 1930s. David Sarnoff, the president of RCA, thought that television would replace radio. RCA helped Armstrong set up the first experimental FM station atop, atop the Empire State Building in New York. In 1935, RCA threw RCA way behind the development of television and Armstrong forged ahead with RCA. In 1954, the number of FM stations fell to 560. TV reached its peak in the late 1950s. In 1954, Edwin Armstrong jumped from a New York apartment window to his death. A month later, RCA announced record profits of $850 million for RCA. In the early 1960s, FCC opened up more spectrum space for the superior found of FM. By the 20th centuries, then 75 of all listeners preferred FM. Lived and recorded music had long been radio single biggest staple accounting for 48% of all programming in 1938. As early as 1949, station-owned Todd Source in Omaha, Nebraska, experimented with formula-driven radio. In format radio, management rather than DJs controlled programming each hour. By the mid-1960s, to avoid dead air, Managers asked DJs to talk over the beginning and at the end of the song so that listeners would feel less compelled to sweep station to switch stations. Ads, news, weather forecasts, and station identifications were all designed to fit a consistent 
station environment. Each day part or block was programmed through rating research according to whose were all the, were the listeners. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at night in the evening, research determined that women at home and secretaries at work usually controlled the dial. Teenagers tended to be heavy evening listeners, so program managers often discarded news breaks. Expansion of FM in the 1960s created room for experimenting with classic, classical music, jazz, blues, and non-top 40 rock songs. Many non-commercial stations broadcasted from college campuses by the 1970s, progressive rock had been copied, tamed, and absorbed by mainstream radio. Now, if we look at it from today, the, mo the most popular formats in radio would be conservative talk, financial news, which has 14.8 million listeners weekly, and conservative talk has 15.5 million of listeners weekly. News magazines, 14.7 in millions. Panel game shows, which has 4 million listeners weekly. Adult contemporary music, which has 8.3 million listeners weekly. And paranormal talk, which has 10 point million listeners weekly pretty impressive huh but this is the end of today's episode see you later